Ooh, what's up, internet? My name is David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. <laughs> we get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. That is right. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of the Nightly Morning Show, the only morning show. Ever. The only one. The only. I know. Why? No other. How did no one else think of this? Like, we'll do a show in the morning. I know. Wild. Yeah. We are so smart. We are so smart. Actually, with your ideas. S M R T. You. You are das smartest. I'm das smartest. Das smartest. I mean, in your world, like, we're the only morning show because you don't know who Regis and Kelly are. So, like. That's true. What's a morning show? Is there a morning show that you've seen an episode of? Um, Can you name a morning show, even if you haven't seen it? A morning show. Does the Amanda Bynes show count? Was it in the morning? Sometimes. I don't know what it like, what its usual airtime is. You know. <laughs> <laughs> then why would it count? Because it has the word "show" in the title. <laughs> The Today Show, maybe. <laughs> I'm, what about what about no, Good Morning America? No, I'm Canadian. I we watch American television in Canada. We watch you almost do. exclusively American television in Canada. Not me. I'm a purist. You're like I only watch Corner Gas and Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. Because I actually haven't seen shit. Breakfast television. I've been on breakfast television, but I haven't watched it. I like pre-recorded it and then watched it later. Does yeah, I honestly, I if I'm being honest, I think I've been on more morning shows than I've watched. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not a format that I watch a lot of. No, mostly because I'm, I'm not awake. <laughs> yeah, I'm not awake, or if I am awake, it's because I have to do other things. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. One time, um, I was I was doing Shrek in Colorado, mm-hmm. and uh, we were doing a segment for, like, the local Fox affiliate mm-hmm. to, like, promote the show, and the woman, uh, they wanted us to be in costume, and yeah. so I was like, all right, well, I'm Shrek, Donkey and Fiona, what if I interview you about the show? Because she was like, I don't know what to do, guys. Like, you guys are in costume, like, what is this going to be? And so I was like, all right, I'll, give me the microphone, and I'll interview you about our show. Oh, goodness. And she was like, yeah, that sounds that sounds great. That's a funny idea. And so I was like, oh, yeah, so uh, what do you think of our show? And she was like, I haven't seen it. And I was like, great start, great start. Yeah, this is going to go awesome. It's online tomorrow. I, I should post that in the Discord for people who want to see I it. I need to see that. It's, it's so bad. Like, it is, like, aggressively oh a bad... It's a bad segment. I love it. Um, I'm, I'm here for it. And I was trying so hard, and she just did not want to improv. She's bad at improv. Also, what's up, Orange? Thank you for supposed to say yes subbing. and. You're supposed to say yes and. Yes, I saw the show. I don't remember it, but yes. Um. So, we, we're not going to talk spoilers, but last night we finished season four of Big Mouth. Yeah. What did you think? Um... It was fun. This this season seemed like more than the other seasons. Like in like. See, I would say it's, I would say it's more in some ways and less in others. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't think it was as strong. Yeah, me either. I'm not gonna lie, but um, it was still good. You know, I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- 
I think the um the choice to send Jesse to another school at the end of last season made tough. it difficult. Yeah. Um, because they had to split the storyline into so many different things. Yeah. Um, and you know, there, there's a thing in animated shows where um, the as the seasons go on, they introduce so many funny characters. Yeah. And they try and keep all of those characters' storylines going. Yeah. And this season uh, was held back a little bit by that for me. Right. Um, and because the, the show is at its strongest when it's about the kids. The, like, yeah. the, like five or six main kids. Yeah, um, for sure. And, you know, as much as I loved the Jay and Lola stuff, that was, like, a whole storyline that didn't connect as well to the other kids mm-hmm. at the end of the season. They were doing their own thing yeah. basically the whole time. Yeah, and and it just kind of became a lot of that. Like Jesse was kind of doing her own thing for a lot of it. Yeah. Nick was almost doing his own. Like it almost felt like it was like this extended uh, Empire Strikes Back moment where everyone gets separated and is doing their own thing. Yeah. Um yeah. Definitely. And it was weird because, like, it was hilarious. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Big Mouth is such a funny, funny, funny show. Yeah. Um, and I love it. Um, I just... Um, and I also... Yeah, it was, it was interesting. I also think it's a super important show. Oh, 100%. Like, you know, like, I've told my brother, who's, like, 15, to watch it. You know what I mean? Like, I think... Um, like, we've talked about this. Like, oh, if there was something like this when I was, like, a kid, like, growing up through this shit, like... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It would have made such a difference. Yeah. And, like, the, the ideas that they, they, they deal with and the way that they deal with them is so good. Yeah. And honestly, like, I say it's, like, not as good as the last season, but that's on a scale of, like, I thought the first three seasons of Big Mouth are all tens. Yeah. And this one like, is, like, a amazing. nine. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's still good. Because we couldn't put it down. Like, we literally couldn't stop watching it. Yeah. We, yeah, we watched the whole season in the past three days. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, if we had more time, we would have done it in one. Like, we would have happily binge-watched it. Yeah. Um, I yeah. liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah, um, do you want to give, like, a bit of, like, a premise for those of you who, who've never... If you've never seen Big Mouth, yeah, so Big Mouth is, um, a story of two boys, Nick and Andrew, going through puberty, uh, and it's, it's the most honest telling of what it is like to be a young person going through puberty that has ever been put into the public. Yeah. Um, because it's animated so they can do things that you can't do with real humans. <laughs> Yeah. Like, you say a lot of children's genitals in a way that, like, <laughs> is, is is not problematic because the what they're talking about, it's important to talk about, like, life at that age. Yeah. And it's so hard, right? Because you don't want to sexualize kids. And the show does a really good job of not sexualizing the kids. Yeah, no, it's not at all. But it's it talks, humorous. It talks a lot about how we view our own bodies and our own, like, life experiences at that age mm-hmm. in a way that I think is really, really, like... It, it ascends everything for me. It, it's it's really just an honest story of what it is like to be anxious in high in middle school and what it is like to be depressed in middle school and mm-hmm. what it is like to be worried that your penis is smaller than the other penises in your middle school. Like, it, it really... But, like, it goes into those things in, like, a yeah. real way and not in a joke. The, the, the thing about the show is that it is so funny, but the kids' issues are never the joke. Yes. And they do a really good job of being really honest about what the kids are going through without being like, this kid is dumb for this. Or yes. this kid is, you know, they, they might have the kid's parents call them a pervert, but the show never calls them a pervert. Mm-hmm. And so it, 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 it has like a real, it has a real like hands-on, hands-off kind of way of dealing with issues mm-hmm. that I think is, is, is quite impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of 
the show, like you showed it to me on the, the cruise ship. And I was oh, like, that's right. Yeah, you hadn't be... seen it before. No, I have. And we binge watched all three seasons in like two days. Like yeah. it was wild. Yeah, we watched yeah, it yeah. all because I was like, this is amazing. Um, the other cool thing as well is that uh, a lot of, well, pretty much everything in the show is based off of real uh, events of like the, or yeah, like yeah, real yeah. life events of like the writers. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, so it, it really is like a real representation of mm-hmm. of what it is like to be that age. Yeah, and you know, you just have you know, comedians always have a way of like taking stuff we all deal with and being able to bring perspective to it. Yeah. Um and that's really what the show is. It it is a bunch of very very intelligent funny writers bringing perspective to puberty in a way that um just honestly blew me away. Like I mm-hmm. when I first saw the first season I was like this is brilliant. Yeah. And my buddy Corey and I would just sit in his apartment and wa- rewatch episodes and rewatch episodes and like you know, try and imitate Coach Steve or Rick, the hormone monster. And um, yeah, I'm excited. Honestly, I, I, if I'm gonna be honest, I'm excited for season five. Because uh, season four, they they split the group up and they had to deal with that through season four, and they kind of they mostly did. Uh, so yeah. I'm excited now. Now everyone is like, together. yeah, let's do season five, and I can't wait for it. I also cannot wait for the spinoff show, um, which is Human Resources which takes place in the uh, monster world. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, that's going to be yeah. fun. So uh, they announced that at a Comic-Con panel that my buddy Robbie and I were at, mm-hmm. which is where I have that foam finger that's the shocker. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so, yeah, that's going to be coming soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully in the spring, we'll be getting the first season of Human Resources, which That'll will be... be I'm so excited. That'll be fun. Yeah, All so all the kids have a hormone monster. And so this this show is just watch be, the show. It's, yeah. I can't even begin to explain what that is. If yeah. you haven't seen it, just go watch it. Yeah, it's like, really worth it. Watch like the first episode. It's like twenty minutes, twenty five mm-hmm. minutes per episode. Um, you know, give it a watch. It's it's. I think it's really really great. Yeah, and make sure you watch all the way through to season three to catch the Florida episode because the Florida episode is Chef's Kiss. It's quite it's good. Pretty great. <laughs> Should we do some news? Yeah, guys, y'all, y'all, that Warner Brothers news. Oof. Uh, just before we move on, Rock Mage asked what's it's on. It's on Netflix. Yes. It is a Netflix original. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's it's one of my favorite things on Netflix, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I would I would I would agree with that actually. It is the it is the thing on Netflix I'm most excited for when it drops. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh Big Mouth is coming. It's like, like Big Mouth and then Stranger Things. And then I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, else. I'm still not caught up on that. No. My bad. I honestly don't even know that now that Net, the, the Netflix Marvel shows aren't there anymore. I don't even know what original shows I'm so excited for there. We need to watch yeah. Queen's Gambit. Yeah, we do. Um. All right, y'all. Uh. So there is some fallout to the Warner Brothers decision last week. What? <laughs> what? I'm Warner shocked. Brothers did a crazy thing, and there's fallout. I'm um, shocked. So the this is going to be tough to talk about because there's so many different aspects to this mm-hmm. that it's going to be difficult. Um, but I would like to start by saying that Disney has uh, said that they have a big investor call uh, on Thursday this week. So we're going to learn a lot about what's going on with Disney uh, from that. There will be a lot of news. I'm assuming that on Friday we'll be able to talk about that. Um, but the, uh, th- there is some... Uh, speculation uh, and uh, some comments have been made by Disney that uh, they Disney is acknowledging they've had seven billion dollar grossing movies last year this is from comicbookmovie.com uh, they're not about to move their stuff to Disney plus the way that Warners has um, instead it is moving some films to streaming as it did 
uh, with Hamilton and Artemis Fowl, likely Cruella DeVille, the Emma Stone movie is going to be one of those. Uh, but an agent notes that the way Disney has handled the shift stands in stark contrast to what Warners has done. Uh, so anyone who was thinking that uh, every single Disney movie next year was going to move to a streaming service, that is likely not going to happen. Um, and I think that that is very smart for Disney. Disney is in a position with their negotiations with movie theaters where they already kind of push the movie theaters around a little bit. Uh, and they have they, the high ground. Well, and they, they, they have a better rate from movie theaters than other studios do. Oh. Um, so when, Interesting. So when usually there's like a 50-50 split in the United States between what the theater keeps and what the studio keeps, mm -hmm. Disney in many cases has argued for like a 60-40 split. Um Mm, I see. Because their movies account for like 40-ish percent. Because of the Fox merger, Disney accounts for right. like 40% of all box office income. Right. And so they're like, we are half of your business. Give us more money. Yeah. Um, they had $7 billion grossing films just last year. Wild. Previously, the most, I think that the most billion dollar grossers in a year before that was five. So Disney had more billion dollar grocers last year than all studios has had in a year in any year before that. Um, so Disney... They're doing okay. Dis well, Disney is the strongest box office studio. Mm -hmm. They The MCU makes money. The um, the Disney... The, the live action remakes make money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like those things are just in a position where they don't want the movie theaters to go away because they make bank there. They are not losing money at the theaters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I well, I'm 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 not surprised that mm -hmm. Disney is gonna like. I think this is a dumb move by Warner Brothers. <laughs> First of all, we're gonna yeah yeah we're gonna yeah we're gonna get into it. I, I I like I I am not surprised by this news at all. There was mm -hmm. no way that Disney was gonna put all their stuff on a streaming service and not put it in theaters. Like that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and here's the thing, and we're gonna get into this in a second. But Disney, in a way, saves face with their creators as well. Uh, meaning... Well, because uh, let's just get into the let's get into the, the, the title. Let's get into what people are talking about. Christopher Nolan has come out in a strong way against this move. Christopher Nolan, if you don't know, Christopher Nolan is one of the most, like, old-fashioned directors. He still tries to shoot everything on film, like, actually on film, instead of digitally, which most people have moved to. Mm -hmm. um, and he has... He has made the comment... Uh, some of our industry's biggest filmmakers and most important movie stars went to bed last night, thinking uh, went to bed the night before, thinking they were working for the greatest movie studio, and woke up to find out they were working for the worst streaming service. Burn. <laughs> Can we just unpack that? Woke up to find out they were working for the worst streaming service. I'm not convinced that Christopher Nolan has ever watched anything on a streaming service, if I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah. I'm not convinced that Christopher Nolan has internet in his house. <laughs> um, I think he I think he has a telegram machine, and if you want to send him a message, it comes through in Morse code. That would not surprise me, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he went on, Warner Brothers had an incredible machine for getting a filmmaker's work out everywhere, both in theaters and in the home, and they are dismantling it as we speak. They don't even understand what they're losing. Their decision makes no economic sense. And even the most casual Wall Street investor can see the difference between disruption disruption, and dysfunction. Wow, the shade. Um, 
Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... It's so insane to me that Warners did this because they had a great relationship with Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan printed them money. Like, Christopher Nolan backed the money truck up to Warner Brothers and they backed up the money truck back to him. It was like two money trucks just going back and back and back and back. And now... I mean, I... (laughs) This is the strongest comment I've ever read in my life. They woke up to find out they were working for the worst streaming service. This is what Disney is not going to do. They're not going to put themselves in a position where they piss off the people who make the content. Yeah. Because here's the thing. I and, and and this is this is the thing that people don't seem to understand. Your creators are vital. Disney cannot make good movies without good directors. Mm-hmm. They just can't. They can't make good movies without good writers. You can't make a movie without good actors. You can't just yeah. come up with this stuff. It doesn't it's, just happen. No, it's it's a machine. It's not a one man show. Like, oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So detailed. Like every single person has to play their part well for things to, to you know, for you to come up with like a masterpiece, which mm-hmm. these studios sometimes are able to do. You know, like yeah, <sighs> but. Christopher Nolan is absolutely right. Like, there are, there is going to be fallout on every level from this decision, including oh, yeah. Legendary, the studio that co-produced and co-financed Dune and Godzilla vs. King Kong is pissed. How much... Okay, so say, say you're a rival studio and Warner Brothers is about to make this decision. How much time... Do you, in advance, do you think Warner Brothers told Legendary that they were going to make this announcement? If you had to guess. Well, I know what they should have done. Which is? Like, like a month. Like, they They, should have They should have negotiated it. Yes. How much time do you think Warner Brothers actually gave Legendary to digest this information? 24 hours? God, no. Okay. Eight hours? Nope. (laughs) Two hours. You're you're getting closer fast. One hour. Not even. What? They gave them thirty minutes. Warner Brothers called Legendary thirty minutes before the announcement to say, "Hey, so just so you know, that movie that you helped us make, yeah, we're gonna put that on our streaming service, um, and we're gonna go announce that to the public uh, on the hour. So we'll see you in thirty minutes. Uh, bye." Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. Legendary and Warner Brothers split the box office. If Warner Brothers puts it on HBO Max, Warner Brothers doesn't have to take any of that money and give it to Legendary, which is so shady. And I don't, like, they're going to get, they're going to get sued. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no way. Because if it's not Legendary, there are actors and directors who have back-end deals who are going to sue them. Like, someone is going to sue you and they're... Probably no, gonna everyone win. Everyone is going to sue you. Like you are going to have so many lawsuits. You're gonna like, oh god, I can't. I just it's it's every every single person who comes out about it is literally like, what were they thinking? Like it's not even a like upset. It's it's everybody seems baffled. Well, and that's what we said yesterday. I was like, why? Yeah. Why would you do this? Like why would you like like shoot yourself in the foot like that like i don't understand i mm-hmm. really don't yeah and 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 you know it's gonna be like a snowball effect like as soon as one person is successful with a lawsuit 
oh, everyone's going to just jump on that. Like, I don't think it's going to happen. I think, that, honestly, because of because of the legendary situation in particular, I think that this is going to get walked back. Because I think, I, I think that what's going to happen is the movie theaters are going to realize that everybody else in the industry is on their side. And they're going to AMC, Regal, they're going to go, all right, Warner Brothers... For the next year, we are not showing your movies. Mm-hmm. You want to be in movie theaters? Not at the big ones. Maybe in the small ones. Maybe, you know, the rinky-dink places around town mm-hmm. will sell out their theaters. But but the movie theaters will go, we have Disney movies. Mm-hmm. We have Universal movies. We have Paramount movies. Mm-hmm. We're going to blow the doors open once the vaccine hits with mm-hmm. those. Mm-hmm. And we're going to let those th- companies make money. And if you want to screw us, we'll screw you right back. Yeah. And here's the thing. There is a backlog of movies right now. Mm-hmm. There's a legitimate backlog of movies. There's going to be plenty of movies coming out next oh, year. Oh, yeah. AMC can probably not run a Warner Brothers movie. That'll be fine. Because it's not, like, there, there's going to be so they're many gonna, films to come out. Yeah. They're, they're like, it's not going to be a problem. Like, and honestly, a lot of these movies are not going to pull people to HBO Max. It's not, like, no. I, there's a lot of these films that are not going to b- bring in millions of subscribers. Mm-hmm. And so, if I was AMC, I would be like, all right, fine. Put your movies on HBO Max. See if you make any money. Because here's the thing. If HBO Max has these movies and they are not in theaters, the collective budget of those 17 films, many of which are $200 million movies, is going to be billions lost. Yeah. It's just, you're going to lose so much money. Warner Brothers just made, and, and it's why Christopher Nolan said it. He's like, this doesn't make economic sense. Yeah. It doesn't, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And they're going to lose a crap ton of money. And I, like, AMC and Regal don't need to show their movies. They just oh, no, don't. No, no. no, there's, there's plenty of content out there for them to not. And I, I think that they will take a stand. You know, I think that they're like... Because they've, they've already kind of been screwed around a little bit. And I, I like, if I, if I were them, I'd be sick of it. I'd be like, nope, we're going we're gonna to fight back in the ways that we can. And those ways are, we're not showing your movies. Let's mm-hmm. see how you like it. You know, uh, and I, here's the thing. I fully support the movie theaters. Well, and here's, it's going to be interesting, right? Because the movie theaters aren't going to open until... April, May, probably. Like, mm-hmm. let's just be realistic. The vaccine's going to come out. We're probably going to have people in theaters in April and May of next year. Yeah. In a legitimate way. Um, June, July, August will be f- ramping up. And by the, I think by like August, September next year, we'll be back to like 75% of what 2019 was. Well, and I think that because like those are like the warmest months that they're like, whatever their capacity is, they're going to be pretty yeah. sold out at that capacity. Um... I don't think they'll sell out. I think I think we'll be back to like I, I think the box office for like July and August will be like seventy five to eighty percent of what twenty nineteen's July August were. Okay. Um, you know, I think that I think that we'll be fine with uh, a little bit, but not quite all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, just realistically, that leaves for the next year. You're gonna have a window of like June to December, mm-hmm. which is what what is that like seven eight months that's not that many weekends. Like, you don't need... Yeah. The, the 17 movies you might not need because you're going to have Black Widow, Eternals, Spider-Man, um, 
Avatar is going to come out. Like, there's a, Disney has a crap ton of movies. The, Honestly, like, if I was Disney, I would save everything. Yeah. Because talk, go talk to AMC, go talk to Regal, make a deal behind Warner Brothers' back, and be like, we'll save all of our movies. We're going to put them all out in theaters. If you cut Warner Brothers out of this, uh, if you cut Warner Brothers out, we'll save the movie theaters by screwing over our competitors. And honestly, uh, like I would be, I would support Disney yeah. doing that. Yeah, me too. It's the shady thing to do. And right now, because of how Warner Brothers is treating movie theaters, I'm like, do it. Screw yeah. them over. Yeah, I, I like can't say I would be too like upset about it. But honestly, I wouldn't like. I, it's what I would do. It's a, like but it's not even. I don't even think it's the wrong thing to do. I think that Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers didn't tell anyone who made these movies. Mm-hmm. They screwed over all of their partners, everyone yeah. they work with. Yeah. And now I'm like. Like, that is so many people, so many thousands of people, like, because of all the different movies and all the different companies they've worked with and all the different, like, creative mm-hmm. teams behind them, it's, mm. like, I can't, I just can't, I, I can't even, as the kids say. Rockmage says they can't say that, but they can infer it because of antitrust, but here's the thing, Rockmage, they're still trying to figure out if Warner Brothers broke their contract with the movie theaters right now. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not sure if that, that that contract is broken. So there is a possibility that, like, there is still a possibility that the movie theaters are going to be able to take legal action against Warner Brothers. Oh, yeah. That's totally on the table. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's really, and like... If they we, can, they will. We don't know what's going to happen, yeah. Well, and Joe is asking me, is this the end of Warner Brothers? Absolutely which is not. kind of what I'm thinking. Like, how... But, like, how much of a setback is this going to be? Like, because there's... There's no way that they're just perfectly fine after all this. Unless maybe, you know, they walk back and they retract and, and, and everything just goes back to what it was before. I'm not going to lie to you. If they make one good Batman movie, they're fine. I but don't know. I, like... I But, like, realistically, like, 2022 comes, a, a good Batman movie, a good uh, Wonder Woman 3 comes out, like, no one's going to give a shit. Uh, they just aren't. Like, realistically, like, no, I'm not people saying, will move on. I'm not saying that the people are going to, like, boycott Warner Brothers. Yeah. I just mean, like, with this whole decision to put their stuff on the streaming service that's mm-hmm. only available in North America and a lot of people don't have anyways because it's not very good... Like, are they going to be like? To be fair, we're saying we've never we've never touched HBO Max. No, but it's like so we, we should, can't we even get it. That. So I feel like it's not very good just on that premise alone. <laughs> like you can only get it in America, and that is such a like small percentage of the world population that you like. It, it, you you have to. <laughs> this announcement would make more sense if. HBO Max was a w- more widely available. No, it would make way less sense. Because you would be dealing with legal issues in more than one country. The only reason this kind of makes sense is because they only have to figure out the U.S. right now. Yeah. If this was in every country and they were screwing over movie theaters around the globe, can you, like, the reaction would be titanic. Yeah, I it, guess it, so. It would be this, <laughs> it would be a volcano erupting. <laughs> wiping out the dinosaurs, you know I what guess. I mean? Well, it just makes me think then that they knew exactly what they were doing, and they knew that this was gonna like they knew how shady they were being. They knew what uh, they knew what decision they were making, and they s- <clears throat> they must have a plan. They must have a plan. Uh, Dark Dispatch is saying, "So will you two go see Wonder Woman eighty four in a theater, or will you boycott on principle because Warner Brothers did this?" Um, no, I'll go see it. I'm not. I'm not boycotting Warner Brothers. 
Like, I'm yeah. not... I, 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 the thing is, like, I'm more inclined now to go see their movies in theaters yeah. so that they know that, like, I want them to put their movies, movies there. Into the theaters. And yeah. I want to support the theater. Like, here's, here's the thing, Darth Dispatch. Come the end of this year, if movie theaters in Toronto are open, the only thing to go see is going to be Wonder Woman... And I want to support the movie theaters. Yeah. And, like, the only way I can do that is to go see the movies that are out. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think it actually sends a better message to go see the movie um, in theaters. In theaters, yeah. I wouldn't watch it on HBO Max, though. If I'm going to be yeah. honest, like, I, I wouldn't. I, I, I would feel weird about that right now. Yeah, like, this just makes... Like, I know it's uh, HBO Max isn't even available here, but if it was, I really wouldn't want to get it. Like, I would... Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I'm also like, you know, I also think that like I I um I want to support Wonder Woman because I don't, you know, I I don't want this movie to fail because I don't want there to be any narrative around it that like the first Wonder Woman was a a fluke and female-led super movies like whatever. You know what I mean? Cuz Birds of Prey already didn't really make a lot of money this year and I I it should have like Birds of Prey was Excellent. Very good. Birds of Prey was an excellent film. Yeah. Um, and, like, just... It's also, like, so artistic. Yeah. Like, it was, like, a really wonderful piece of art. As, yeah. Uh, like, I, I, yeah. I don't know why I didn't make money. Honestly, I think Birds of Prey might be the best-made DCEU film. Yeah? Like, since Man of Steel, not including the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, since Man of Steel... I would even include those, but... No, I think Dark Knight is a masterpiece. Like, yeah. Dark Knight is, like, a masterpiece film. Uh, so is Batman Begins. the The first two Christopher Nolan Batman movies are both like incredible masterpieces, um, but the the Birds of Prey is like is 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 an incredible, stunning. Which is probably why it didn't do great. I don't think it's as cross. I don't think it's as like four pillars as like a a, a Batman movie is. Um, <clears throat> just mean it hits like everybody. Like it's right, like four right. or four quadrant. I think some people say. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's not like uh, it's it's definitely more of an adult film about like adult issues. Right. Um. But Birds of Prey was brilliant, mm -hmm. and it didn't do well. And I want you know I just want like female directed, female led movies to do well so that we get more of them and we get yes. more diversity in our storytelling. Yeah. Uh, so I want every movie that Patty Jenkins makes to make a billion dollars so that they just keep giving Patty Jenkins movies to make because yeah. I really I love I love her Be and very her happy style. About that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's tough, right? Like, there's there's definitely different sides to that. But I, I, mm -hmm. I would support that movie with my money because I believe in the totally. stars, in the director, and I believe in the movie theaters, and I want the... That's the next big movie to come out, and I want to show up and sh mm -hmm. give my money when it comes out to say, like, hey, I want this to continue. Yeah. That's, like, that's always... That's always a discussion to have about, like... Like, boycotting a company like that because you're not, like... Like, if you want to take a stand against, like, Warner Brothers, for example, like, not going to see their movie in theaters is not the best way to do it because there's so many people and so many influences that go mm -hmm. into, like, creating a thing like that, that it just, it, it, it for me, it doesn't usually make sense. Um, there's some love for Shazam in the chat. You haven't seen Shazam yet. No, no. Maybe we'll watch that tonight. Sure. I love Shazam. I, I, guys, I'm, I'm so happy to see some love for Shazam in the chat because Shazam is so good. Mm -hmm. Shazam is honestly so, like, if, if Birds of Prey is the really, really solid adult DCEU movie, Shazam is the really, really solid all ages DCEU movie. Mm -hmm. Like, you, 
well, I wouldn't show Shazam to too young a kid because there is a scene in it that is actually like really scary, um, uh, legitimately scary. But the the comedy Shazam is excellent. Like that is a fun movie. Yeah, you've been you've been talking about Shazam for a while actually, and I it brings I, me a lot of joy. I I would love to watch it. Yeah. We we will definitely move that up the list. <laughs> also, um, uh, Zachary Levi is um my one of my favorite humans alive. I love him so much. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I love him a lot. And I've got to meet him a couple times because he was in a concert of my friend's music and I was like, hey, oh, cool. what's up, Chuck? <laughs> Chuck, Chuck, if you guys don't know what Chuck is, Chuck is a television show um, where Zachary Levi played a, uh, basically a Best Buy employee who has a supercomputer of spy stuff downloaded into his brain. Um, and it's, it was a very formative, important show in my life. Mm. Um, it was my favorite television show for like five years of my life. Okay. Um, and it is still one of my favorite things ever. Uh, and so Zachary Levi has, is just, is, is just, um, Zachary Levi is just one of those people for me. Mm-hmm. I got to see him on Broadway twice. Oh. I mean, well, actually more than twice, but I saw, I saw She Loves Me and, uh, First Date. Wow. And he is, he's so talented and yeah. I just, I love him. <laughs> I love him so much. Have you seen Chuck? I don't think so. Oh my god, we can rewatch all of Chuck. <gasps> That's so exciting! <laughs> I have a reason to watch it again for like the seventh time. Doctor Who first. Oh god, yeah, we need to catch up on Doctor Who. Mm. I also re- I started watching Grey's Anatomy yesterday from the beginning. Yeah, I was like, what is happening in here? Like, um, Grey's Anatomy is a show that I, because I've seen it so many times, I can put it on and not have to pay attention because I know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. I get oh, that. I we get will that. definitely do a Catching Up Cars episode about Chuck. Definitely. Yeah. We'll make that happen. Zachary Levi might be my favorite actor. Really? Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Yeah, I'm just kind of realizing now, like, there's no person who I'm more excited for a new project of theirs than him. Hmm. You know what I mean? Cool. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. <clears throat> I love him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Making a mental note. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's my hall pass. Your hall pass. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have sex with Zachary Levi. All right. <laughs> no, I, Zach, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I apologize. <laughs> Unless you're into it, then I do not apologize. Yeah, you, ha- you know, just ask first. Oh my. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. How did we get here from talking about uh, how Christopher Nolan says HBO Max is the worst? Because we like to go on tangents. On tangents, on tangents. I wish, I honestly, like, this is going to sound weird, but I really wish I could play around with Warner, with HBO Max right now. Because because I haven't seen it, like, yeah. I, I just don't know. I, I People in our chat say it's not great. But, like, I really, I want to try it for myself because I'm yeah, curious. Yeah, I want to see what's on there, see the, what the interface is like, mm-hmm. you know, just how how it's designed. But. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really curious just because uh, some of the DCU movies are already getting pulled off of it at the end of the month, which is really interesting. Oh. Um, and they might not have all of the DCEU movies when Justice League, Zack Snyder's um, television show version of Justice League comes out. Mm-hmm. I refuse to call it a cut television of a movie because it's, it's not a movie. It's literally a show. Um, um, so yeah, it's gonna be really, really interesting. Um, it's I just I, I want I wish I could play around with it, but I they have no anticipated date for rollout in Canada, uh, and they don't even have one mentioned. Like they say, like next year we're focusing on Latin America and Europe, and I'm like, hey, hi, Warner Brothers. Um, 
America's top hat would like to be in on this conversation. Hi, yes, can we, can we, we would like to know. Yes, thank you. I would like a place to watch the things, please. Yeah. Um, cause you're taking, cause DC Universe isn't here, which I didn't realize. DC no, Universe yeah. was great. Y'all, I missed, I already missed DC Universe. Like, why kill that? It was such a good little streaming service. With the comics, uh. I'm sorry. Uh, Richard Sim says, a Texan told me Canada is a myth. I I'm gonna tell, don't know okay, how to break it to you. Richard, uh, all right, well, we're 42 shows in, so it's time to tell them the truth, Clarice. Oh, no. Richard, um, this show is propaganda to convince Americans that Canada exists. God damn um, So, yeah, if you're watching this, uh, it's our attempt to convince you. We are gonna get in so much trouble. <laughs> you can't. He's joking. And now it's time for everybody's favorite segment. Clarus makes up the news. No way. I'm not prepared and I'm so tired. What's the news today, Clarus? I can't top that. What? That this show is propaganda to convince Americans that Canada exists. That's fair. I did not set you up well for that. No, like now I have to like come up with something better than that. Mm. And I don't know if I can. I, I have faith in you. Clarus makes up the news, you guys. Um. This is my favorite segment to randomly throw at you without any warning. I hate it. It makes me so nervous. <laughs> um. <clears throat> All right. Clarus makes up the news. We have had confirmed accounts of... Um, if you have an Oculus Quest 2, you should be very concerned because... Alien is making a comeback. There's actually little face huggers in your Oculus Quest 2. <laughs> and you need to be very careful because it gives them an in and then and then you're done for. So doctors are warning people to, if you have an Oculus Quest 2, take it back. Callers makes up the news. <laughs> you're welcome. The best part about that, and every time Clarence makes up the news, is that you have no capacity to, like, invent an idea. You look around, and you just... Our Oculus Quest 2 is right there. Like, it's literally right there. I know. I can't. Like... <laughs> so you just pick... The last one was, it was snowing outside, and you were like, it's snow that steals your ability to eat, or something like that. No, it's... <laughs> You know what? But I'm, I'm, babe, I'm really proud of you. Uh, an Oculus Quest 2 being a face hugger is a very funny <laughs> idea. That is, that is... I think Rock Mage is very upset. I may have to force you to improv more because when I do, it's very funny. Like, what you come up with is always brilliant. Um... <laughs> I laughed. I laughed hard. I'm glad. I'm glad. Chad I'm... seems to like it, so I'm, I'm, I'll take it. Yeah, Chad's into it. Oh my god. Babe, you need to be a, you need to be a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, no. That would go very poorly. <laughs> Be like, aha, I'm funny. Um, alright, y'all. Back to real news. Uh, Oculus Quest, we just want to be very clear. That, that was, that was not <laughs> that was real news. news. That was fake news. That was a joke segment. Um, the Oculus Quest 2 is a, um, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna say it here. The Oculus Quest 2 is a really solid system for the price. Yeah. Also, thank you, Chomsky. Um, if you can deal with Facebook. Um, <clears throat> yes. which we do, so, like, whatever, but, um, mm -hmm. uh, the Oculus Quest 2 is actually, like, a pretty, it's a pretty solid device. 
I'm not, I'm no lie. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, we, when we were looking at um, um, VR devices to get, you know, there were a lot of people that were <clears> like, uh, they kind of like cheaped out on a bunch of stuff and you have to get this extra thing and whatever, but like, it's fine. But it's, here's the thing. It comes in at hundreds of dollars less, less than its than, competitors. Yeah, so it's really like... So like, yeah, like if you want a more comfortable strap, you can buy one, but you don't have to. Mm-hmm. I, I actually kind of like that model. Like, let's give you the console cheap. And yeah. then you decide what peripherals you want. Yeah, yeah. If Rather you want than those accessories, they could have put it out for seven hundred dollars with all that stuff. Yeah. But like giving the decision to um, giving the decision to the consumer is fine by me because mm-hmm. it's a it's like it's a cheap VR headset that is as good as the expensive ones. Yeah. That just doesn't have as good peripherals because they're available. And to be honest, the peripherals aren't that expensive. Yeah. Like, they're not, they don't seem overpriced for what you get for them. So, I don't know. I just, the Quest 2 is pretty fun, guys. I I bought the new, um, the new game for it. The new Star Wars one based oh, on Galaxy's right. Edge. And I, I just started playing through that. So, I'm very excited. We're going to be putting up our second Quest review soon. Yeah. Um, this week, the Subnautica review is going to go up. And then next week, the Quest 2 review is going to go up. So, okay, cool. I'm giving myself that deadline so that it actually happens. the chair video? The chair video will also go up this week. Oh, cool. Yeah. And wow. the separate video is going to go up this weekend. Is it? Yeah. Wow, guys, so much content. Yeah. Go subscribe to the YouTube if you're not already. Please go subscribe to the YouTube. That would, you know what? Let's just quick plug. We're almost at 200 subscribers. Yes. We need to get to 1,000 subscribers on YouTube, y'all. And so... Yeah, because then we can actually make money. <laughs> We're not even going to pretend that that's not why. No, that's <laughs> we need literally to... it. Like, that's, that's literally <laughs> that's it. That's the only reason. Um, thank you Plug that link, y'all. YouTube slash, YouTube.com slash C slash Nerdy Nightly. Although I think if you put in YouTube.com slash Nerdy Nightly, it takes it, you there. It takes but, you there. Yeah. Um, they also, we also have a TikTok. Yes, we're now TikTok famous. What do you think that TikTok's at now? I don't know. Should if you had check? to guess. We're in the middle of the show. We're just like, we're oh, just going to check our TikTok, guys. Y'all, um, okay, we're at 423,000 views okay. right. with 43,000 likes. 43,000 likes. 43,000 likes on that TikTok. Wild cheers. That that is the plan, Rob. That that is the plan. We don't want to take over the internet. We just want to be the internet's morning show. I don't know if I, we could own the internet. We'd no. be set for life. No, because then because then we have to deal with the internet. No, no, no. Then you hire other people to deal with the internet because you have so much money. No, no. I've I've heard what it's like to. Oh, thank you for subbing on YouTube, Tactical BBQ. <laughs> thank you. I've heard what it's like to um, be a CEO. And, like, that's your whole life. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I would rather spend my whole life making content and always working, because that's what we do now. Hey! <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. But, uh, you know, we're here to make I'm an impression. I'm so sad. Um, I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. Um, y'all, in real news, Toby Emmerich. Um, uh, I don't know if you guys know, uh, the movie Joker made a billion dollars. What? Made a billion dollars, yeah. Uh, and uh, WB had Toby Emmerich apparently went out of his way to make them not make the movie. He tried so hard. Uh, he lowballed on the budget to discourage director Todd Phillips from making it. When the filmmaker persisted, he sold off half the movie. Joker then became a cultural phenomenon, grossed over a billion dollars worldwide, honored with 11 Academy Award nominations and an Oscar for Joaquin Phoenix. Um, the trade went on. It's funny because this story, obviously this story kind of came out now. Um, this, the, the, the story went on to ask, would any of that happened had Joker been dropped onto HBO Max? <laughs> no. It would not have made that much money. It's funny, right? Because, like, 
all entertainment news right now is about the HBO Max deal. Yeah, well, this story it takes over. This story is about the Joker movie and how Toby Emmerich didn't want to make it. Yeah, still somehow about the HBO Max deal because how how do you, can you get away from this? It's it, it's too big of a thing. Yeah, like it had like there's too many. It has so much influence. Like HBO, Warner Brothers, they have so much influence in this industry. <laughs> you know, it's it is a big powerful company. Yeah, that like you can't talk about like. Can't talk about movie news right now without talking about it. Well, the other problem is there's not there's not other news, right? True. Like there was a news cycle for the PlayStation Five Xbox release. Yep. Um, we're gonna talk about Cyberpunk in a second, which is kind of like the last big release before Christmas. Yep. Like there's nothing else coming out between Cyberpunk and Christmas really that has a lot. So like everyone's kind of in this weird pattern where no one's putting out trailers. There's no yep. new trailers to talk about because no one knows when their movie's gonna come out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, it, we're in a weird cycle right now mm-hmm. of, like, we're just vamping on the news every day, hoping, you know, we're waiting for news to come up because there isn't a lot. There isn't a lot of entertainment news because everyone's kind of, like, at home. Yeah. Um, and so, like, this is a story about a movie that came out two, uh, two years ago now? Was it last year? Yeah. Last I year. so. I, COVID, guys, I don't remember time. I know. I don't. I don't it's know when things are. It's been a weird decade. Um, it's been a weird... This last week has been a weird decade. Um... <laughs> And we only have six more days of quarantine. Six more days of quarantine. Boom. Oh, God, you guys. I want to go outside. I want to go for a walk so bad. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds nice. I took out the trash, and I was like, this, taking out the trash is some, is some, is wild. <laughs> um, but, um, Toby Emmerich didn't want Joker to be made. Do you think he regrets that decision now that it made a billion dollars? Probably. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine so. Have you seen it? No. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, that one's kind of fine. Isn't it's it? brilliant, but it's... It, honestly, I'm not going to lie. Joker's a rough watch. Yeah, I've heard it's it's tough. Joker's like... Um, why is it rough? Uh, Joker is really, really well made. Mm-hmm. But it's... The content is, like, depressing. Yep. yep. And so that makes it difficult, right? Because you're literally like, oh my god, like, I, I, gen- I understand why this guy goes down this road, but it's, um, yeah, it's just tough. Like, the, it, it, it's just a, it's a brilliant movie mm-hmm. in a lot of ways that deals with subject matter that is, like, difficult to want to sit through, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, Joaquin Phoenix gives an incredible performance, but it's also a performance that's kind of, like, uh, like, like, it leaves a weird feeling on your skin, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, okay. Uh, Robinson Hatton is saying, who is that, what was his role in the movie? Toby Emmerich was, I believe, the head of Warner Brothers at the time. Um, let me pull, let me find his exact title. Uh, current chairman of the Warner Brothers Picture Group. Uh, was not on board with Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which you know, I, I can kind of make sense. Like, it's, it's, the if you read the script and someone was coming to you and being like, do you want to put your brand on this? It's, it's tough. It is a tough sell. Yeah. For sure. Like, it's, like... Things that are that deal with really dark subject matter can mm-hmm. be tough. Like you want to make sure that it's done right, because when it's not, it can be like yikes. Yeah, I I think that they have to be. Because here's the thing: if it hadn't worked, right? Mm-hmm. If it hadn't worked, it would have been a like, disaster. It would have been a difficult. Um, it would have been a difficult PR spin, right? Yeah. Like you made this like dark you know, toxic masculinity movie, essentially, and nobody liked it. It's only kind of because it made money that it became good for the studio in the long run. Yeah. 
but like I, I totally see Toby Emmerich's like point of view on it being like yeah guys, sure. I don't know like we're trying to make the Justice League we're trying to make all these things I don't know if this is the direction that we want to take the DC brand yep um especially because you know dark and gritty wasn't working up until that point like Batman v Superman kind of got review bombed not review bombed bad <laughs> but people love it why I don't know but people like it and um it, but it didn't make money. Like, the fact that a Batman and Superman movie, the first time Batman and Superman are live action in a movie together, didn't make a billion dollars, says a lot about the movie. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, If absolutely. you can't four-quadrant Batman and Superman, you messed up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think it also speaks to the time that those two movies came out in. I think mm-hmm. people were much more open to a nihilistic Joker movie in 2019 than they were a dark and gritty Batman movie at the end of Obama's second term. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. those are two different time periods just culturally. Yep, that is true. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, I think that the reticence towards dark and gritty totally makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I here's the thing. I understand his point of view for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sh- like now he probably regrets it, but at the same time, you know, like he had, like he has valid points, you know, it yeah. wasn't like he was just like, I, I can see his thought process. I'm yeah. sure he's happy that it made money. Oh, of course. But, like, you know, he... I don't think he's happy that he sold off half the movie before it made a billion dollars. I think he would rather keep all that money in-house rather than, you know, share it with another studio. Yeah, that maybe was not a good move. But that's that's life. Yeah. Um, All right, y'all. Some... uh, We did speak about Disney Plus at the beginning of the show. I should have lumped this in with that just for, like, sanity's sake. But uh, Disney Plus might be merging with Hulu. Um, as you guys know, Disney owns, or or don't know, uh, Disney actually owns Hulu because of the Fox merger. Disney owns a majority stake in Hulu and can decide what to do with its content. Um, and so Disney Plus and Hulu might merge, uh, which for the first time would put, uh, adult content on the Disney Plus service. Hmm. Um, this is an interesting move because apparently they're talking about having a, you, when you set up your Disney Plus account, you would have a password in the account mm-hmm. uh, in order to unlock the, the more adult-leaning content. I was going to say, are they keeping it separate? Because that was is what I would want to know. Yeah, uh, so essentially you would have, like... Because there's sections right now. It's, like, Marvel, Star Wars, Disney+, Plus, National Geographic, mm-hmm. and I think that's it. Oh, Pixar. I think that it would be, like, a nut, the next section would be, like, Hulu. And if you clicked on it, you would have to put in your code to yep. get into Hulu so that your kids can't get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, although, <laughs> considering some of the things happening in The Mandalorian this season, I'm kind of like... There was an action sequence in the last Mandalorian episode. No spoilers. But I was kind of like, wait a second. How is this a kid's show? Yeah. How is this for children? This is very violent. That's... Yeah. You know what? That's fair. But the, the, the thing with the staff... Yeah. In the head? Yeah. It was violent. Yeah, it was. I don't know that I would show Mandalorian to a child. Mm. Under, like, 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I agree with that. I, I, here's the thing. I think this is a good idea. Like, It I, totally makes sense. What? Yeah. Why Why would you have Hulu and Disney Plus? Yeah. Why would you have two streaming services? Yeah. Just, I'm not yeah, going to pay for both. Either. I'm not. I have no. Disney Plus because it's got Star Wars. If Star Wars happens on Hulu, I'll have Hulu. It, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> I go where the Star Wars goes. I know. I know you do. And that's why I love you. Um, no, it just, yeah, it makes sense. So many people already have Disney Plus and, you know, now there's going to be those people who, like, it's, it's, it's a, f- like, 
something for everybody in the household service. Like, I think that that's yeah. a very smart idea. Um, mm-hmm. And then having it, like, its own kind of separate thing within the... I, I think it's smart. Well, it, it's interesting, right? Because they've, they've confirmed that Deadpool 3 is happening. Yeah. And I think that part of the reason for this is they want to have Deadpool 3 be able to go on Disney Plus at some point. Yeah. Because that's going to be huge. Like, that's if not that's the streaming movie. service where D- Deadpool lives, that's a thing. You know what I mean? They want... I honestly think that this change is going to happen eventually just so that the Deadpool movies are on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Just so... You know, they're, they're, they own Alien. Alien should be on Disney+. Plus. Um, you know, yeah. there, there's a bunch of little things like that where I'm like, you have... Disney has the best library of films now. Yeah. They own all of the Disney movies and they own all of the Fox movies. Mm-hmm. They own... They, they have the single... A, largest, but also they have the best library of films now. Yeah. Um, other than like classic films, Warner Brothers probably still has the best classic film library. Mm-hmm. But as far as modern film goes, they just own so much of it now. Putting it all in one place, I think Disney Plus will raise its prices for this. It'll probably go to yeah. nine ninety nine a month, which I think is fine. Yeah. Um, I think as long as they can stay under ten dollars, they're still going to beat Netflix. So if they go to nine ninety nine a month with like an eight ninety nine a month for a single screen um, deal, right? Um, yeah. Put everything on there. I think I think it makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd be on board with that, for sure. And if you're going to do a price increase, the best time to do a price increase is when you say, hey, we are going to raise the price by $3 per month, but we are doubling the amount of content. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah putting those things together makes it a little more digestible for people. 100%. You know what I really want, though? What? I want them to put out, with your Disney Plus subscription, you get a um, reduced rate on Marvel Comics Unlimited. I know they won't do it, but Disney, consider it. Because, like, I want Marvel Unlimited, but I, 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 I'm I poor right now. Um, so if you could, like, make that part cheaper so that I could read Marvel comics on you my iPad. You heard it here, Disney. You heard it here. I, make I'll, it make, I'll make I'll make YouTube... If you do it, I will make YouTube videos every week about Marvel comics, just, just for the discount. I will talk about a great Marvel comics run from the 80s and 90s every single week until yep. the end of time. Yes, yes, you because would. Because I, I, I like comics. It would mostly just be the Star Wars ones. I know. No, that's a lie. I talk about some Daredevil, some Spitterman. My friend Spitterman. I don't like that. You don't like Spitterman? Why? I don't like him when you say it like that. Oh, okay. Uh, one last story? Yeah. And then let's get out of here? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let me find it. It's somewhere in my iPad. <laughs> this one's interesting. Um, so, um... The oh, yes. launch of uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is happening on Thursday, um, and there have been some reports of some bad reviews. Yeah. And the bad reviews don't aren't uh, from <laughs> the bad reviews from what I've seen are not necessarily about the game itself, mm-hmm. but are mostly about the fact that it is glitchy. That there are some technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. But um, in answering some uh, fans' uh, questions on Twitter after some interviews, um, uh, CD Projekt Red, uh, the, the studio there, um, Fabian Dola, who works for them, explained that a bunch of issues reviewers encountered and reported have been fixed already. Uh, some more are part of the update. Great. Um, they went on to say... Um, uh, this is actually a different CPR, CPDR spokesperson, but um, some but not all of the patch and fixes people experience when the game launches. And that when Dola did say that when the game, uh, the day zero patch that goes, that will download as soon as you put your disc in or as soon as you download it, 
um, will make it a different game with console updates. So apparently there are, the, the, the game is going to run into a problem of there are problems with the game in the review copies because the review copies do not have the day one patch. Mm -hmm. And so they are, they are being honest about the fact. They're like, hey, look, there are problems, there are glitches, but we've already fixed them. We just can't get the fixes out to the reviewers. Yeah, yeah. Do you believe them? Yeah. I mean, like, a I huge major game having a day one patch, I'm shocked. Oh, no, do you believe that the, the, the problems are mostly fixed? Um, I'd, I'd, I'd say probably, like, 50-50. All right. Like, I, you know, I'd give them that. I am, so I have, I have committed to a 10-hour stream on Thursday, y'all. I've committed to it. I'm going to play Cyberpunk 2077 for 10 hours this Thursday. It might not be 10 hours if it's broken. Yeah, that's true. I'm not spending 10 hours dealing with glitches. If no. I if, if there's, like, a bunch of stuff that needs to be fixed before I can actually enjoy the game, I'm not going to spend 10 hours with it. No, 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 no. Like, yeah. yeah. That's... And that's that's why we haven't got Baldur's Gate 3. Like, that's why I don't really do, like, the early access stuff. The difference is Baldur's Gate 3 isn't out yet. No, I know. I know. You know what I mean? Like, I, that is a game that... It's, like, it's just for us, like, those, like, technical... That technical side of things is, like... It's so just irksome yeah. when you're trying to, like, play a game, let alone, like, stream it. Well, it's, um, it's been, it's been the, it's been so noticeable how much better my Valhalla experience has been since the patch came out that fixed a lot of the problems I was having. Yes. Like, I can go upstairs now, which is really awesome for a game that has a lot of stairs. Yeah. Um, because I just couldn't, I couldn't go upstairs, you guys. I don't know. I, at first I thought it was me. I was like, do I have to, like, press a button to go upstairs? No, no, um, no, it's just Valhalla. Um, so, like, that that patch made such a noticeable improvement in my enjoyment of the game. Mm -hmm. And so, I'm kind of worried that, like, day one cyberpunk won't be as good as, like, day four cyberpunk. Yeah. Because I think, the guys, these patches are going to come fast. They always do... The first, like, five or six patches happen within the first two weeks. Mm -hmm. Valhalla is already a much, much more optimized game. Yeah, And no, it's been out for less than a month. Nobody in the studio is going to be sleeping for the next three weeks. Literally. Like, Even though they said they wouldn't do crunch. But you know that studio's in crunch right now. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but I'm, exci I'm excited for Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. still very excited. And, I, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be positive. And I, I think... That they probably fixed a good amount, and and uh, I guess we'll see on Thursday. Do you think that these reviews hurt the sales of the game, the most uh, hyped game of the year, probably? Not really. Yeah. I think people are gonna see that and be like, "Oh, bugs," and then they're gonna be like, "Yeah, we fixed those." And I, I really don't think people are gonna care. I think most people have already bought it. Yeah. Who are who are the most of the day one adopters like myself? Like I already own it. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally sitting in my, in yep. my Steam queue, waiting for the moment that it's allowed to start downloading. Yep. Yeah, I think I agree. A lot of people just already bought it. Mm -hmm. And they're just going to wait for it. Like, it's been so hyped. I really, I think it's going to be fine. <laughs> Dope. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, Rock Mage in the chat says I can download it now. Uh, I'm going to set that up to do overnight tonight so that it is ready for Thursday. Yeah. Um, but we have a lot coming up until Thursday, including uh, a few hours from now. I will be live. Uh, but it won't be me. It will be Ned Flanders playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That's... How excited are you for that stream? I'm not going to be there. I'm going to be in the other room. I'm going to put okay. in some headphones. Actually, no. I'll probably watch the first little bit. Wow, thanks. What? That support is... Hey, I was here for all of Ron Burgundy, okay? Mind-boggling. I wasn't. I, I heard it was a good stream, though. I heard you had fun. Um... Yeah. 
Ouch. <laughs> My ego is crushed right no, now. He did a great job. He's just, he's an interesting person. Should be playing Pokemon on the phone because I can't. Um, <clears throat> Although you guys, I, lately I've been playing Pokemon Yellow on my Game Boy Color. I love that. Can I be honest? I forgot how hard it is to play a game on Game Boy Color. Oh my god, I know. It's so slow and like dark. And, it's like, dark. Like, I can't see anything. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. blind. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a part of me that wants to buy a second Game Boy Advance SP so that we both have one. Uh, an SP, yeah. Yeah, because it's a backlit screen. Uh, guys, if anyone has a used Game Boy Advance SP, we'll buy it off of you. Uh, Rock Mage is saying I'm getting 2077 before Christmas. I just don't do pre-orders. That's fair. That is, that is totally fair. That's fair. Um, um, but yeah, so uh, we do need to end the show. So I am going to just say Ron Burgundy today, or no, Ned Flanders today, three mm-hmm. o'clock Eastern. Then at seven o'clock we will be playing Among Us with Scary for his birthday. Yes. Um, I think I'm going to do the first. I, I think I'm going to stream the first hour of that. Cool. Um, and continue. I'm going to uh, Ron Berg or uh, Ned Flanders is going to play Among Us for an about an hour uh, or yeah. longer, depending on how it's going. Uh, and then tomorrow, you are doing streaming. Yes, I'm streaming tomorrow. Two o'clock. I don't actually know. I kind of left Wednesdays open hmm. for. Here's the thing. I was thinking of starting Hades tomorrow, but the problem is Cyberpunk comes out right after, and I don't want to start two new games and also have Skyrim. Are you gonna play Cyberpunk on Wednesdays next week? I might. Yeah. A car is Cyberpunk. Yeah. I can't wait to watch you react to some of the uh, the the ladies in that game. <laughs> gonna be great I, 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 yeah it's gonna be fun well i actually did one of my sub uh yeah one of my sub goals is that i'll stream with like some cyberpunk inspired makeup oh fun so, yeah that that'll be that'll oh be that's fun. cool yeah um then tomorrow night i'm streaming with tommy tsunami we're playing diablo 2 and then thursday the 10 hour cyberpunk stream sunday twitch sings both of us duets uh also check out megmage friday night because i'm going to be playing among us with her then yeah uh, doing some proximity among us we got a busy week we have a busy i'm streaming five times this week on top of the five on top of shows. the morning show i have 10 streams this week you got this <laughs> i believe in you i need tea tea and honey uh y'all just before we end the show i just want to say a huge thank you to our patreon supporters over at twitch uh patreon.com slash nerdy nightly you guys make the show possible, and we're very excited for our upcoming movie watch-along uh, with y'all, uh, as well as a public one that we're going to try and announce later. Yeah. Um, so thank you, thank you. If you are not a member of the Patreon, consider joining. It's just $1 a month to get the Patreon-only podcast, as well as some behind-the-scenes stuff, and it is honestly the best way to support the Nerdy Nightly, uh, just because it makes our lives uh, a little bit more stable mm-hmm. uh, until, you know, the restaurant's open and I can get a real job. Um Woof. Uh, also, uh, if you did catch only part of this, we do upload this to our podcast feed and to the YouTube. Go check them out there. If you want to see the whole show or if you want to see past episodes, there are 41 episodes of the show up on those platforms. And after uh, about an hour from now, there will be 42. So, <laughs> is there anything else you want to say? No, that you got it. Well, then my name's David Webb. I'm Ariel Edwards. Do something nerdy tonight. Bye. Bye.